Oh my goodness, welcome back to Fives the Crowd, but today we're not Fives the Crowd, as right. you can see. Today we're only Force the Group, okay? You from Minnesota now? I am, don't you know? <laughs> we, lost, from... we lost another one, we got a replacement. <laughs> we got a new, I just flew in this morning on the airplane, don't you know? But they lost my bags. I lost my bags back in Minnesota, don't you know? That was a new accident. I've never really done that. Wow. Well done. That's pretty good. But, you know, maybe it's just because I'm, I'm not feeling right right now because one, one of our comrades has fallen. Yeah. As you can see, we, we lost another one. It's another heavy day in the, in the studio. We lost our dear friend, Chris, to cancer. Of motor... Biking. That cancer is Carol. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, no, sorry, wrong, wrong guy, wrong guy. That's we're me. so that's me. We're so used to blaming your wife. <laughs> we're gonna take a moment of silence as we light a candle for our fallen comrade. Chris mixed up his schedule a little bit with his wife. Turns out he was leaving. What two days ago? Not today. Or yeah, tomorrow. 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 <laughs> now we know Chris. He doesn't really have a schedule. Lisa has the schedule True. for him. True. He's got so, a work schedule. Yeah. She's got the personal schedule. Mm-hmm. She um, manages both. I'm I'm <laughs> I'm blaming Lisa on this one. Oh yeah. So let's, <laughs> let's let's take a moment. Silence. I was waiting for you to quote that. I wanted to say it, but I don't know it. It's just Latin. Latin, I don't know. But here we are, Forza a group today. Yep. Um, We just thought we'd kind of catch up on some of the goings on here in the world today. A lot of crazy. There's a lot of crazy. It's it's, stupid. Yep. A lot of stupid crazy. Crazy, stupid without the love. Yes. But to start us off on an awesome positive note, okay. like that, Cam and I got to do something last night that you're going to be extremely jealous of. Yep. And before you make comments, let us finish. <laughs> <laughs> there is a brand new flavor of Mountain Dew coming out. Yes, what? there is. And we got to try it. Before the masses. Exclusively. Ooh. How the hell did you pull that off? <laughs> <laughs> Have you met us? <laughs> True. <laughs> what is it? It's a Mountain Dew Legend. What? Oh. Ooh. Yeah. I have heard about I've tried this. It. It's, uh... No, you haven't. No, I haven't. <laughs> uh, my bad. <gasps> Who's that? <sighs> my brother. I'm sorry. Josh, knock it off. Throw them on. <laughs> Put them on speaker. Hey, Josh. Yeah, We've got Josh on the show today. Mountain Dew Legend. It's exclusive to Buffalo Wild Wings. Yeah. Yeah. And it but was, it doesn't uh, come out for like, what, one, two weeks? Yeah. What's one or the two uh, flavor? Blackberry. Ooh. It's like, it's, yeah. It's, so it's kind of like the, Blackberry. the lightning one to KFC. That's how this one's going to be to Buffalo uh-huh. Wild Wings. Yeah, but I th- I saw a little promotional thing as I was making the thumbnail today, and there yeah. was actually like little lime wedges too. So I think it's lime, it's, I think it's lime and Blackberry. Oh my God. It was freaking good. It how, was how, how, how? Well, so, so we did a, <laughs> we, re- we did a video on Men Tribe. <laughs> 
where we tried the new flavor of of wing from Buffalo Wild Wings, their flaming hot Doritos. Oh. Which also freaking amazing. Yeah, it's way good. But okay. so Austin called in, ordered it up, said, hey, we're doing this for a YouTube video. So if you can make them like look nice and pretty just because we're going to have them on camera. Well, then we get there and the manager like comes out and starts talking to us because she was like, I guess, prepared for it and starts talking to us about a possible future events with them. And then as we're about to leave, she's like, wait a second, I got a surprise for you. And she just like goes off into the back, comes out with two cups. And she's like, here it is. And we're like, cool. What's this? And she's like, this is the exclusive Mountain Dew flavor that nobody else has tried yet. It comes out only at Buffalo Wild Wings in the next couple of weeks. It was freaking good. It was so good, dude. <laughs> the funny thing is, is we had these cups, and Jess was like, should we save one sip for Zach? I was like, no, we're we not saving a sip for it. Zach. <laughs> That's rude. No, it was too good. <laughs> That's rude. It's like, you he can get his own. In fact, about like 9.30 last night, I was driving right past your house. You know, I was coming back from Salt Lake. I could have made a quick pit stop, well, so <laughs> taking that sip. We didn't, t- we didn't take that the- sip till like 11.30. <laughs> yeah, I still. Yeah, that's I would have waited. <laughs> yeah, we, we set up to do the IV thing at eight, and it was supposed to be an hour long thing. And all we, together. And he didn't even get his vein found until an hour into it. Yep. My my entire bag was drained by the time he started. But then I like finished mine in like half the time. Dude, he, his foot <laughs> his foot was thirsty. Thirsty little foot. I drank it up. Oh no, dude! Yeah, it was I'm sad. It was good. Maybe we, when it comes out, we all go to Buffalo Wild Wings because I've been craving it all day. Dude, it's we had so good. Night. Do you promise? Yes. Yeah, okay. you guys want to go? <laughs> Let's do well, it. We can all go. Let's, Let's do, do it. it. It'll be delicious. I actually kind of want to try that. I'm not a huge fan of spicy things after our video, dude. but <laughs> dude, <laughs> I do kind of want to try those Doritos ones. So they they have are they coated in Doritos? Sorry, yes, yeah. They actually have like a a glazing that's the flaming hot, and then they I I actually think they actually crunch. It's like a yeah, it's like a cheese. It was like a cheesy. It they smelt like Doritos. One hundred percent. You couldn't even smell the chicken. It was just Dorito. Okay. And it's like yeah, it's like a flaming hot glaze, but there's also like the nacho cheesiness of the Doritos. Yeah, and then they had chunks of flaming hot che- che- uh, Doritos. All Doritos over. on it. Yeah, they crunch up chips. That sounds amazing. Yeah, are we good? Are you hungry now? You're looking at me like you're hungry. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty good. I'm just looking around for food. <laughs> <laughs> Where are those wings? There's a box of cereal. <laughs> but so in other news. Hey, real um, quick, real quick. Since yes, he brought the whole cereal thing, you guys and your Golden Grams saying that the cheaper brand was better than Golden Grams? It was. Oh, oh, dude. You guys are... It was way better. Dude, trust are, me, I'm a Golden Graham guy. That is my favorite cereal <laughs> Golden Grams. <laughs> me too. And then you put malt milk over them? Dude, dude so, I'm telling you, you. Have you had the generic? Have you had it? I want to say yeah, but not like side by side. You need to have it. It's like... It's I feel so like good. for me it'd be the difference between Cafe Rio and Costa Vida. They're the same. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> they are not the same. No, they are not equal. <laughs> Golden Grams, I'm not a huge fan. I liked the Malto meal better, but I still just wouldn't even eat them. I like Golden Grams <laughs> when they're part of a dessert. Like okay. there's like a mm, s'mores okay. dessert you can make with them. Yeah. Just delicious. Smart. Uh, I don't know, man. Oh, yeah. Maybe we'll have to discuss this in our next oh, topic. Oh, wait. Hold up. We've got <laughs> generic over there. 
Yeah, but it's... Oh, boy. We're going to... We'll let you have some after this. We even have bowls. No, they're they're in the Ziploc bag. Okay. That's right. (laughs) I'm used to to my family where it's like... They, like, pull on the Ziploc, and it's like, bam! And then the whole thing... (laughs) Just ruined. Yeah. It's like, well, that Ziploc shot. It's it's, it's just... It never opened. It just ripped off the side, and it's on the other side. Still attached. I hate that. I hate that. This is useless. About as useless as that, that piece of gears. tape they leave you on there. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! So we were just discussing new shows are out. We got Halo. Yeah, I haven't seen it. Need to it's watch. So it. good. It's good. It Honestly, it's, this might be controversial. <laughs> it's it's a bit deeper than I expected. I also heard that they show his face in the first episode immediately. Almost. Which is that the controversial thing? Same. No. The the controversial thing is it it doesn't follow the actual game story at all. It's not canon. Oh, so it's just its own. But it has stuff from thing. the game, though, right? Oh yeah, a ton oh, of like, stuff from the games. Like honestly, so like kind of a slight spoiler, nothing crazy, but uh, um, like it shows like his first person view, and it's just like the game, mm-hmm. and he actually so he's getting shot. And it gets to the point where his shield is down and it actually does the like and like powers back up. Like it was spot on. I was like, that is cool. His armor is exact, his like weapons and stuff, his machine gun and pistol and all that. Yeah. And uh, it even has their sword, their big old laser looking sword and stuff. So, I mean, it does. It is Halo through and through. It's just their story is not the story of that we've known through years of the games. Okay, but the the graphics, everything, it's it's legit. It's so, so like good. if you if you go in looking at it like this is something separate, it, you'll enjoy it. If you go in wanting it to be the game and all that, you're gonna hate it. See, and I don't know that storyline. So. It's a good thing I don't know anything from the game. So oh, there's so much. It's so much deeper than I even remembered. Hmm. I think I only played the mission on one game, and that was it. <gasps> Dumb. Well, you got to remember, I, well, not remember, but I didn't really have an Xbox for He's a long time. I was, I'm a PlayStation guy. PlayStation. Seamsies. That's the only reason I had an Xbox was for Halo. Because I wanted that game. It's true. I, I, do, I, I do own the Master Chief collection right now. I need to go through and play those. So, Chia I have it too. We should play. Yes, we, should. we should. I that have it too. Fun. Tony? I don't have it. <laughs> that's your next step <laughs> you just gotta get game pass it's free with game pass yeah buddy uh, i even think chris has it too actually so yeah even the new one's free oh. with game press game press <laughs> what's that one is that the knockoff version press. yeah go to a sketchy website to get it. <laughs> that's the that's the black market version. can't read anything <laughs> Do you want the game crash? <laughs> the what? <laughs> he opens his jacket to show you the, the codes for it. No, no, no. You got to pay first. <laughs> oh, that's your house and Game crash right here. <laughs> <laughs> Give you the first three codes for free. <laughs> oh, man. I'll, I, I think it'll be cool, though. I'm excited to see where it goes. Yeah, I'm anxious. Is there any update on the Lord of the Rings one? When does that come out? Ooh. I think the end of this month. No, the end of this month know. for real. I thought it was I thought soon. It was like September. Maybe oh. I'm wrong. <laughs> Did your laptop just freeze? Now nah, my 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 spacebar just felt kind of weird, gunky. Yeah, so I hit it. 
<laughs> Don't you hate it when like your keys get stuck down? It's like, <laughs> and all of a sudden you have like ten million S's across the, the screen. The worst is when it's in the spot where if you type it makes noise, so it's like. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Lord of the Rings, The Rings of Power. September 2nd. Yeah. Okay, okay. So I yeah. was wrong. Not too far away. It's not that far away. It'll be here before we know it. I don't want it to. I want a nice summer. Uh, Moon Knight is out. Morbius is out. That's it. Morbius is out. Sonic 2 is out. Oh, yes. that's so oh, yeah, I'm yeah, excited yeah. to which, see. Which comes with devastating news. Yeah. yeah. Isn't that press so conference. Sad. Go ahead and say it. Jim Carrey is going to probably retire. You know what else I heard? I heard that uh, Bruce Willis is also retiring. Yep. Yeah. Bruce but Willis for sad done. reasons. Yeah. yeah. He's got aphasia. Yeah. Which is, uh, it's like a disease, not a disease, but it's like a condition where you you start to not only uh you can't speak but you can't understand it either well it's like you it's like dyslexia of like speaking and yeah hearing. you yeah. you basically are in mid sentence and you almost forget what you're trying to say and it takes a minute for your brain to process and then finally like you stutter and then you finally spit it out oh my gosh yeah. that's yeah. rough they say typically it's basically trauma of the brain it can be it's typically caused by like strokes things like that but in his case it's probably just his action movies probably wow. finally catching up to him it's unfortunate Really breaks my heart. I was telling Tony the other day because he texted me about it, and I was like, "Man, this just makes me realize that we're getting old, <laughs> because all the actors that we grew up with watching in their prime yeah. are now retiring or done or well or worse or worse." <laughs> yeah. Yes. Did you notice? Though I, I started to notice with him recently, he was in a lot of like kind of B like movies. B movies. Yeah. yeah. But you, did you know that that was on purpose? No. What do you it's mean? It's actually really smart on his part. So he could still have been in like A-list movies, but for those B-list movies, he was still getting paid a premium because they could put his name on the movie and it would only, like most projects, was only one to two day to film. Wow. Yeah. So so instead of like these (laughs) month-long programs where he'd have to go out and, you know, spend days and weeks on a set, he'd fly out, get it cranked out on a weekend and then be back at his place. Well, that's why so he's Nick making Cage. more off of yeah. these. Yeah. yeah, that's why Nick Cage went and did it a lot, too. And a lot of the times with these B-movies, you're not subject to the matters of Hollywood and what's going to get mm-hmm. you in trouble and not. And, like yeah. the number of views or downloads the, or whatever. Yeah. The politics garbage. Yeah. I heard uh, Sam Samuel Jackson did the same thing back before he was Nick Fury and all that. He kind of mm. went through a down... He was kind of in a rut, and so he was just taking any and every job he could get, which is why you saw him in everything. And which is why he's a horrible actor. Rude. You say that, but I want to say he was just nominated for an Oscar. I hate Samuel. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
Yeah, <laughs> but I don't have much faith in the group of people that nominates people for Oscars. Right? It's, it's true. I mean, how long did I don't, is it? The Oscars or what did it take forever for uh, Leonardo DiCaprio? To the, Oscars. Get? the Oscars. Yeah, was it not? yeah. So yeah. the Oscars. Yeah, the Oscars. Yeah, Oscar, the Oscars. The war. The awards you get at the Academy Awards. Yeah. Yeah, I don't follow any of this. I don't either because I hate the it. The Academy is. I don't know. I Hot knew, garbage. I knew at one point what like the actual Academy was, but they are like the guys and so if you're if you're getting recognized by them then in the eyes of hollywood you're definitely doing something right you know what you think you'd want to get recognized by the people who actually watch the movies and are gonna make you money that's what i'm saying six or ten or however many old people that just go you did great yeah what's called it's the academy of motion picture arts and sciences where's the science come into play that's what i want to know science and the Academy Awards, the Oscars, blah, blah, blah. What? But I don't see how many. While you look that up, I heard that an astounding fact for like the red carpet for this, the average price of a dress on the red carpet for the Academy Awards. Do you know how much it is? I'm going to guess a few million. Nah, I'm going to guess like 10,000. That's it. You want a place to guess? Uh, I'm going to say 750,000. 1 million, Bob. You're all low. $1. Ah, <laughs> Just the kidding. average price of a dress is $10 million. Closest well going over. <laughs> <laughs> that is gross. The showcase goes to... Isn't that crazy? It's just a showcase Ten. of money, man. It makes me mad. And that's why it makes me mad that they get up on stage and they're like, you guys should stop you burning crude oil, man. You're ruining the planet for everyone, man. It's like, shut up, dude. That's why I, to this day, I absolutely love Ricky Gervais's thing. Yes. I don't know. I can't remember if it was for the Oscars. It might have been for like... Uh, the Golden Globes? The Golden Globes. Yeah. See, I don't know the difference between the Oscars, the Golden Globes, or the Academy Awards. It's, just all it's a bunch who, of rich people patting each other on the back. Good job. It's all basically who is the one voting. And so the Golden Globes is like a step down. I know the Screen Actors Guild is actually kind of cool because it's actors voting for actors. Oh, so okay. like they're getting awards based off of their co-actors. That's, see, that's cool. Yeah. But... Um, can't vote for yourself. <laughs> but uh, Ricky Gervais, he goes off and he's like, oh, yeah. he's like, none of you in here know a damn thing. So just get up here, accept your award, thank your God and go. Oh, like, but he doesn't say go. <laughs> yeah. He says an F off. Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> thank thank <laughs> your producer. Thank he, your agent. Your mistress. Your God. Like an F off. So oh. I listened to, I think he, he was on um, the Smartless podcast. Oh, yeah. And they interviewed him and they kind of asked him about it and stuff like that. And he just basically was like, I was just there to do a job. If they invite me back, great. If not, I don't care. <laughs> I love that. So guy. he's just like, he didn't on. He honestly had no craps given about <laughs> what he was doing up there. Cause that's amazing. Yeah. Dude, this thing, like the original 36 founders of the Academy only consisted of seven actors. <laughs> What? Jeez. The rest were, there were some directors, there were two lawyers, there were a bunch of producers, a few technicians, and a few, and a handful of writers, but mostly producers. Wow. Wow. You know, what's weird about this entire thing is being a YouTuber, when we first started, YouTube was looked at as like a hoedunk town, right? Oh, yeah. You know? 
And it's like, so, oh, the peons rising above their station. Yeah. And so, like, Hollywood was still high and mighty, but I feel like the tides have turned dramatically yes. in, like, a short span of, like, five years. Because uh-huh. I remember the big tides turning when, um, like, Will Smith joined the platform was huge. Yep. But also, who was it? Drake played... Uh, played Ninja on Ninja, Fortnite. Played with Ninja on Fortnite, yeah. Yep. And it was like, those were the events that were, like, tilting the shift. And now it's almost like people praise and love youtubers more than a lot of these actors coming out of for the mm-hmm. academy awards because well, it's it's we in the youtubing community we have the th- something that the actors don't and that's relatability yeah you can look at us and be like oh yeah i got a group of friends that i sit around and talk talk to like just in 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 their basement, like you, you know, know, regular clothes, that, normal people. That's one reason why I've kind of I've really gotten into. You mentioned the Smartless podcast, mm-hmm. um, because they have these celebrities on, but they're just shooting the breeze with them. It's not a talk show. They're not advertising their latest movie, anything like that. It's not they just ish. yeah, they just have these celebrities on, and you you get a bit more personal feel for them. Yeah. And some of them, you know, are better than others, but. I don't know. I love it because then it is. It kind of brings it down to a more personal level. That's exactly why I love that Hot Ones. Same same reason is they'll have these big names on. And back when Hot Ones was beginning, you could tell the celebrities would go on there and be like, what the F is this? Like, what did my agent get me into? (laughs) And like, like, I I don't know if they're still in the same location, but I knew that the location that they had was in a super sketch building. Yeah. (laughs) And did you watch a lot of those beginning ones? Mm -hmm. I just remember some of the conversations and it was like a small sliver of a building and it was literally like a room this big. <laughs> and oh, it was like a black curtain was all that was behind him and a small table and the wings were always cold. It was just this terrible production. And um, but they would start eating these hot wings and the hot wings, you know, they'd get up to those higher levels and yeah. it would totally humble them like hardcore. And it would they would remove that facade of fakeness mm-hmm. and it would just bring them down to this humble standing point. Cause they're just trying to survive on this interview <laughs> yeah. and it was so glorious to watch. And now, now it's, it's more, you know, professional and you know, there's a little bit more to it now, but I love that fact yep. about it. And that That's was awesome. also another one of those that kind of broke that veil was that show. Yeah. It's yeah. amazing. Cause now they even have a TV show on like, I don't know what channel, but I feel like TV's dying anyway. Everyone, yeah. everything's well, moving. Dude, I haven't had online. cable in like a decade. Yeah, that's uh, with a lot of these like streaming services, <laughs> the movies that are directly related to them and things. Um, on again, just referencing that smart list. One of the questions they ask a lot of them is, "Do you?" They're asking these actors, "Do you prefer?" your movies coming straight to these streaming services or do you miss them going to the theaters? And it seems to be kind of split. A lot of them miss the idea of the theater. They like the idea of the theater because that's, you know, that's That's where movies exactly. That's where they're making all their money. Oh yeah. But, uh, (laughs) but yeah, it's, it's just interesting. Like a quick comment. Uh, I was listening to one, they were interviewing David Spade and uh, (laughs) they were talking about making a grownups three and he was saying, he's like, I would love to, but uh, he said we'd have to kind of work it out because I know Adam Sandler, I guess, has a something with Netflix. Yeah, he's contracted with Netflix. He's contracted yeah. with Netflix, but Grown Ups is Sony. And so they can't, 
cross oh, those lines. So Sony oh. owns the rights to grown ups. Yeah, to, to the grown ups. And since he's on Netflix, he probably signed something that says he can't make anything with anyone else. Right. Yeah. For a certain amount of time. See, and so that's, Sony that's the and other. Netflix would have to play with each other, and we know Sony doesn't like to play well with others. If they're not so. going to play with Disney, they're not going to play with yeah, Netflix. Sony, get off your high horse, man. Right? Your platform. Your... It's like, we look, we made Spider-Man, and it's amazing. It's like, yeah, with, uh, like, Disney behind the scenes holding you up. Thing. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, uh, yeah, like, for them, Disney made the other two Spider-Man relevant again. Exactly. Like, they brought the attention to the forefront. Like, I keep seeing stuff all over the internet, like, like Tobey Maguire open to do another Spider-Man or, or same with Andrew Garfield that. and stuff same like that. Same with um, Sam Raimi. Yep. He said he wants to do a fourth Spider-Man with Tobey Maguire. Mm-hmm. Did he do the other three? It'd be kind of yeah. fun to see. Like, right? It was cool. Sam Raimi, right? Who directed the first three? Yeah. Okay. It'd be kind of cool because like into the Spider-Verse, they say that the kind of the, the Nick Spider-Man... Or his name's not Nick, but he's Nick on New Girl. Yes, I, I knew exactly so, what you're you talking know what I mean? about. So that version of Spider-Man where he's kind of dejected and jaded and stuff is supposedly like our worlds, like our multiverse. It's the Tobey Maguire, isn't it's, it? Yeah, it's him Because they even make fun of that where he's like, yeah, there was a there was a bad moment in time and it shows him walking out with the sp- doesn't yep. show him like how yep. it does in the movie, but he has his Spider-Man outfit on and he's doing the little dance that Toby does in the third one. Yep. So it'd be cool to see like an old Toby Maguire Spider-Man is just kind of like over it. Right. <laughs> but he still has to like do stuff. It'd be funny. I forgot. <laughs> like an anti-hero Spider-Man. Yeah. <laughs> Could be the one where, cause Spider-Man and, and Deadpool are like their best friends. Yeah. I would love to see that. That would be freaking dope. I Could you imagine for the day they bring Deadpool into the there MCU? There's rumors. So good. In yeah, the we'll multiverse see. of madness. That would be so great. That Could you imagine? Be crazy. We got to go. Which one would you like to see? Ryan Reynolds with who? Chris Pratt. Ryan Reynolds. As Spider-Man? Wait, Chris Pratt is Spider-Man. Oh, Spider-Man. Sorry. Wait, I thought you were just, I thought we were just no, on yeah. the Deadpool into the MCU and you were just saying like. Oh, no. I meant, yeah, it's Spider-Man. Sorry. Oh. Which Spider-Man? Oh, I'd I'd love to see him with uh, the second two. Uh, what's Andrew Garfield? Andrew Garfield, and then the new one, Tom Holland. Yep. Why am I remembering these and you aren't? I am. <laughs> I was going to say <laughs> what universe? <laughs> horrible in. With names. The guy who quote like names the director of movies. I'm horrible on names. <laughs> Not, Not those names. <laughs> oh, gosh. All the names that nobody cares to know, you know. It's like, come on, Steven. You know I'm bad with names. It's Austin. But... <laughs> Who's your favorite Tom? No, I will Tom. always remember Austin tonight because I got it on my shirt. Yes. <laughs> See, so I won't forget Austin's name tonight. Tom Hanks. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> what about. <laughs> yeah. what Who's about... your favorite Tom? He's like. What does he say? Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise. Yeah. yeah. Tom, what about one that his H. last name ends with an H? Tom Hanks. Hanks. Tom that ends with an H. It's no. from England. Oh yeah. No, he's Tom. British. Oh yeah, but he's British. And then he's like Tom Hardy. Hardy. <laughs> <laughs> I love Tom Hardy. Dude, he's a stud. Yeah. That would be cool I to, need to see, see him to see more stuff. Venom and uh, Ryan Reynolds and Tom Holland. Oh. Right. 
That would be so confusing. Be You're like, what's happening? <laughs> Do you think it would be confusing? The the hog's well, three different worlds. You know why but I want it's wanna... all intertwined, isn't yeah. it? Well, you know why well, I want right now. Saying. Why I want to see Deadpool in that is because how he breaks the fourth wall. How he would straight up be like, "What universe are like?" And he would be like, oh, "What timeline are we like, on? Who are you talking to?" <laughs> <laughs> like in the first Deadpool, we're gonna take you to see the professor McAvoy or Stewart. I can't get these timelines straight. Heck, <laughs> yeah, dude. I'm excited about that. I love it. Hey, speaking of going back a little bit, the Academy Awards. Oh, gosh. We've all seen it. The whole Internet knows about it. The whole world. Like, I I feel like we couldn't find a single person who doesn't know about it. Right. right? Blew up so quick. Instantly. What are we talking? The slap. Oh, God. I, was, yeah. I was so lost. Yes. Yeah. The slap. The Heard slap. The Will world. Smith walking up on stage in the middle of the Oscars. And slapping Chris Rock hard across the face. Yeah. Yeah, I'm honestly surprised that man was standing after that. Chris slap. Rock is a champ. For... He's a rock. <laughs> oh, <laughs> he's built like one. Have you speaking of that? Have you seen the little play where it's uh, uh, it's Dwayne Johnson up on stage? <laughs> And he's like, hey, Jada, I can't wait to see G.I. Jane 2. And Will Smith is just laughing. <laughs> because he, he's, like, he's not going up on stage. So. <laughs> Dude, that, well, what are your guys' thoughts? So the thing I thought was hilarious, and maybe I'm wrong, but the vibe I was getting from just the whole Internet blast of it is that it seemed like Will Smith thought he was going to be the favored one in the situation that he was sticking up for his woman and blah, blah, blah. And come to find out everybody's pissed at him. Yeah. Yeah. Like he was in the wrong in the situation. Oh, 100%. And, I, and I think it's hilarious that he's like shocked about it. Yeah. But I, I don't think know. I, yeah, I think he was completely in the wrong. Well, the, did you see the Jim Carrey interview? Yes. Yep. Okay. So Jim Carrey put it perfectly. And I, and I, can't remember the whole thing, but there was a, a part that I liked a lot because he, he was saying he was like, you know, if you want to shout something from the audience, fine. But he's like the fact that he got up, interrupted the show, did all that. He said, you're taking away from that entire uh, celebration. You've got actors and actresses there who have worked their entire life to be there that night. And now their moment is shadowed by this. And yep. the like an example I thought of, and granted it's years ago, it's dead now, but the time when uh, Kanye West got up in in the middle of Taylor Swift's award and did that whole thing, same type of deal. It's like yeah. everybody remembers when <clears throat> Kanye West interrupted the show, but they can't tell you like what award was, you know, blah, blah, blah. But, Kanye West is a douchebag. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like it was... It was insane. Like at first, I thought it was I, it was funny. I was laughing, but then like the more I saw it, because you couldn't help but see it like a hundred times over the next two days. Like I I kind of I feel bad for him at the same time. I was gonna say I, I kind of feel bad Smith. for Will Smith for the fact that he's a I mean, broken man. He is. I mean, he what <laughs> just over a year ago we found out that his wife cheated on him. Yeah. Like multiple times yup and probably still is and probably still is like she I, I don't follow the whole thing but i from what i understand she's like proud about it oh yeah, yeah. like Let's, like to the root honestly i think jada's to blame for all of this yes and i i hate her i don't think she's 
a good actress. I don't think she's a good person. Well, like, I think f- she's terrible. The fact of the matter is, too, is there was another video that I saw of everything. So Will Smith walks up. She she gets upset at the fact that he makes the joke. Uh-huh. And Will Smith is laughing at it at first. Then he sees that his wife is upset. So that's when he takes things into his own hands. So then all of a sudden, as um as he's walking, Will Smith's walking back, Chris Rock makes his comment as like, I just got... I just got the shit slapped out of me by Will Smith. Yeah. And Jada starts laughing. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, Will Smith sits down and stuff like that. And she's still kind of chuckling until he starts yelling, you know, keep your wife's name out of my mouth or out your mouth. And then she kind of stops. But then like throughout the rest of the thing, like she was kind of laughing about things and stuff. And yeah, I think she's ruined Will Smith to a point where, and some people have mentioned it, like he's, He's got some personal issues and some demons that he oh, needs yeah. to take care of. And I think it, I think it's her fault that those <clears throat> demons are there. Because here's the thing. is Because they talked about how they, they had an open marriage or they were separated, all this stuff. And I watched a little bit of those videos because I wanted more context. <clears throat> and basically, when they're talking... One... Why are you talking about this in a public environment? Right. On they the did internet it like in a huge interview where everyone can see it like, all the time. Yeah. And two, like clearly they were not on the same page about it. No. Like she likes to talk about it and think they are, but you can see on his face, like he's going along with it, but it he's hurts got, him. Well, deep. he's got tears in his eyes. He's like red faced. And, yep. that, and that's where that meme sprouted from. Right? Uh-huh. And this just happened last year. Yeah. That they talked about it. This has been going on for years, but like the biggest thing is that she caught, she got feelings for this guy, which was, uh, what's his name? It's like August something. He's some yeah. rapper. It's Jaden's friend or whatever. Yeah. August Ames or something. Like yeah. That. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like half the age of her. And like, Jeez. it's ridiculous. Like you made, you took Will Smith who honestly used to be in, I feel like a pillar of a person like, Oh yeah, dude. He was a, he was a fantastic role model. Oh, yeah. Great role model in a lot of amazing sh- movies and TV shows. Super funny. And you real you reduced him to the shell of a man. And I think he hit it that his breaking point in that moment at the Oscars. Yeah. It's sad that it had to be at <clears throat> such an event, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah. And like p- poor Chris Rock, I think he handled it incredibly well. Yeah, did you see oh, yeah. did you see that other clip going around where uh I don't know the person, but they were, uh, someone else was coming up to get their award and they like shook hands and hugged Will Smith. And this was after the incident. Um, and then went up on stage to like accept their award. And Chris Rock is, I think this was like literally right after it uh-huh. because then Chris Rock's face, he's just like, cause he saw the hug and everything. And he's just like so confused and he's just standing up there. Like what is going I on? Like you can, he gets yeah. really confused. You can see it in his eyes that he's like, is this for real? Like, like you almost because yeah, Will Smith is like pretending nothing even happened. At yeah, that point. yeah, and, and then not even ten minutes later, he got an award for best best actor. actor. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, yeah. then like, P Diddy the P Diddy comes out, tries to make light of it, and he's like, "Hey, uh, Will and Chris, we're gonna have you guys finish this out in the schoolyard or something like that," and tries to make a joke about it, and it's just like. This is so awkward. So awkward. And you <laughs> felt it. Because I remember when we first all saw it, everyone was like, was this real? Yeah, it felt oh. it felt staged. It did. it did. But the more you watch it, you're like, no. Like, well, God, especially when he's yelling. Yeah. 
it was the yelling part because then you're watching the audience too and it's just like everybody's like like kind of just sound like awkward did you see the picture of all the different actors reactions yes and you have ryan gosling like (laughs) (laughs) everyone's Um, like shocked and he's like (laughs) oh gosh well he probably thought it was a play yeah but and here's my thoughts on it is like one because the Oscars, like, viewership has dropped drastically over the years. Yeah. And again, because it sucks. Nobody wants to watch a bunch of rich people pat each other in the back and tell us that we're the bad ones. Yeah. Well, and get up on stage and give some big political speech exactly. about Exactly. Yeah. And uh, and so people were like, well, it's, you know, it's a it's a ploy. It's a it was staged by the Oscars to to gain viewership, to get attention. It's like, OK, like but the. But the problem with that is that one, the Oscars are already over. Now everyone's talking about it after the fact. Two, nobody's going to their actual website or the news channel to watch it. Everyone's going on YouTube and TikTok uh-huh. and Instagram and all these other places that aren't even related. Yeah. To watch it, and no one's gonna watch it next year just to see if yeah. someone gets slapped. Next year Nobody they're cares. gonna. They're going to advertise it. Remember this last year? What's going to happen this year? Yeah, seriously. <laughs> they're going to start, start doing it like a boxing match. Yep. Well, here's Next. my question. Will Smith uh, left, the, left the academy. He resigned, yeah. He yeah. resigned. So what, what does that even do? Like, what does that matter? What is that? What's to the me, repercussions of that? To me, it just basically means he can't ever win an academy award. Which, who the hell cares? Like, right. <laughs> I mean... Look how long it took for DiCaprio, DiCaprio to win an Academy Award. Yeah. The funny thing with I mean, that is everybody, even Hollywood, like everybody knows that DiCaprio should have had one forever ago. Oh, yeah. And they, they were even saying the because what did he get it for? He got it for Once uh, Upon a Time in Hollywood. No, no, no. he got it for Rev- he got oh, it Revenant. The yeah, Revenant. Brad Pitt got and, it for Once Upon a yeah. Time. That's right. And a lot of people were it's, even saying that The Revenant like wasn't even his best movie ever. It wasn't. They felt like it was a pity, like, oh, we're sorry we snubbed you so many times here. Take this award now. I can name so See, many. I actually us. really like The Revenant. No, oh, I no, really I liked, liked it. A lot. But what a lot of people are getting at is saying that he's done so many so many better roles Django Unchained than The Revenant that he should have won an Oscar for earlier on. Hell, he, he should have won it all the way back with What's Eating Gilbert Grape. Oh my gosh. When he played the little kid in that, people thought because he was still such a fresh face and people still... I really thought he was handicapped. Yeah. Lo, so many people thought he was really a handicapped uh-huh. kid in that. See, I but, just, I think of in Django Unchained when he's at the dinner table and he slams his hand on the table... Oh, yeah. He actually broke that glass on yeah. accident, and he keeps going. So he's cut and bleeding. Yeah. Real blood. And then he proceeds and he to keeps rub going, his hand he rubs on the girl's it all face. Over her face and, and he's recounting. I watched this video. He's recounting the story, and he rubs it all over his face. And Quentin Tarantino is behind the camera. He like... he realizes what he just did he's like oh how how would it be to be the actress and have to stay in character like this motherfucker just wiped his blood all over me think think of the pressure too because like you can't break exactly he's going along with it and so you don't want to be the one that ruins it but it was so good. I see. I that's a movie I have not seen. I need to see it. Bro, you, you need seen to Django? watch that. I haven't. Django, oh, it's, so like good. it's way good. Okay, I'll have to watch it this week. The D is silent. 
But Mr. Uh, Django. Well, the one that <laughs> what's that? What's that? That uh, same thing, the Conan O'Brien thing, where he's with uh, one of the brothers. Oh, what's the name? Wait, the, which brother? James Franco's little brother. Uh, oh gosh, Dave Franco. Yeah, Dave Franco. Dave Franco. Him and Conan. Oh, when they make the, the Tinder? Tinder profile. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, Oh no, what is it? <laughs> what's his name? His like made up Tinder name. Yeah. He's like, yeah, the D's silent. <laughs> what is it? <laughs> Brown, brownstone. Something brownstone. What? Let me see here. Different. Let me make it. Oh, my gosh. It's oh, Jengus Roundstone. Is that what it is? Yeah. Jengus. It's D-E-J-E-N-G-U-S Roundstone. Jengus Roundstone. So Jengus Roundstone, but he spells it Jengus. <laughs> but the D is silent. <laughs> and the, but there's an E. <laughs> <laughs> <And Jengus. laughs> oh gosh i love it so i love it that's wild but yeah like i honestly at this point and th- that's what's crazy about um jim carrey retiring is after watching the video of him talking about will smith i was like this is the most like sober and normal we've seen jim carrey in years I, yeah. I wonder if he's retiring just because if he's just done with Hollywood. I wonder I think, if he's done with the politics. I that that so. interview is kind of the vibe I got that he just. <laughs> you know what I'm talking <laughs> about? Yeah, what the hell are you doing? Oh, <laughs> Wait, that's know? something we need to. That's something we need to go into. It's the Illuminati, bro. Mm. At the time, I wonder. Oh, he, there's an interview you need to watch of him. All right, all right. It's, it's kind of in the beginning of him acting like super strange. I want to hmm. say it's also with Conan, isn't it? You might. I think so. Yeah, I think he, you might be right. So that's the, the sign of the Illuminati. Yeah, we all seen the triangle. Well, and so, but he goes the into tongue, the, he goes into this, no, he goes about. into the studio, and that's what he does, like to everyone. Yeah, and he's like. He he sounds at first like he's joking, but then he comes off as serious, and you're like, oh wow, he's kind of lost it kind of like when tom cruise with the whole scientology thing snapped still in that huh that's a whole nother thing we need to talk about sometime those guys are psycho in fact somebody oh yeah had made a whole twitter thing about how is this will smith part of scientology i don't know Uh, i don't know i don't think so. i thought you were going to talk mention that netflix special that came out a while back of that t what's her name uh she was in the kevin james show yeah she was the wife and king of queens and stuff she had a whole netflix series about <coughs> scientology and how it's like dangerous i watched really? some of it dude yeah. there. was she like in it she, yeah, was. she was she was way she talks about how she got out of it but the steps that she Travolta. had to take and everything and even just by doing that netflix special she has to have like 24 hour bodyguards now from here on out dude, like, there's like rumors of them snuffing people out like like we're talking like high up cult, like large group with tons of influence. Really? Yeah, it's nuts. But yet the Mormons are the crazy ones. Right? <laughs> I don't know, man. Have you ever tried to leave? <laughs> uh, no, no, I have not. <laughs> I don't want to. <laughs> Why don't no, you? Want to? I can leave at any time, Austin. <laughs> I just don't want to. I'm just kidding. No, the only reason I said that is just because uh, I was listening to a podcast earlier today and they interviewed Chelsea Handler. And I guess I she used to be her. Mormon or grew up Mormon. Oh, she's garbage. And Oh, she's horrible. But she just what she was explaining about the LDS church. And she was like, yeah, they're a cult. You can't leave them. Even if you try to leave and they're horrible people and blah, blah, blah. Like she went off. And Who, I was like, who's Chelsea Handler? 
horrible she's a comedian. Garbage, uh, she's not even. A, I wouldn't even call her. Yeah, a comedian. I wouldn't even call her. She's, she's a terrible to TV be. host who tries yeah. to make jokes, but they suck. Kind of like that. Uh, has her own show. Who's that? Uh, okay. Uh, kind of slightly heavier set girl that Amy. 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 Amy can't remember. Talk about another talk show host. Yeah, Amy yeah. something. So Chelsea, Chelsea Handler did. Uh, Chelsea ten or what was it? Chelsea tonight or I don't know. Have you Late seen uh, This Means War with Tom Hardy and Chris Pine where they're fighting over Reese Witherspoon? Yeah. yeah. Um, Chelsea Handler is Reese Witherspoon's oh, best friend. Is. Oh, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah. Which in that movie she actually wasn't too bad, but like otherwise she's so she's annoying. But anywho, anywho, that was a little tangent. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> yeah, no, another one for you know another time. What else is in the news? But uh, uh, I mean, here's here's the the most controversial ones we'll probably talk about tonight. Um, but we did we mentioned. Disney. Oh. Keep Disney out your mouth. <laughs> All right, <laughs> Will. <laughs> Keep Disney out of the mouth. <laughs> but I mean, like, Disney's been in a lot of news lately, and it hasn't looked good. Yeah. No, it has not, unfortunately. But I wh- think I think if uh, Walt knew what was going on with his company right now, he'd be rolling over in his grave. They're doing some know, let's If ask. he knew what was going on right now, it means he wouldn't be dead, so he wouldn't be in a grave. <laughs> well, that's true, too. A lot of other people <laughs> would be in their graves. Whoa. Mm. He's probably got mob ties. I bet he does. Yeah, I bet he, he probably does. did. Around that time? Oh, for sure. It. For sure. He's probably part of that Illuminati. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. No, just the mob. <laughs> 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 Illuminati's... I feel like a little dark for Walt. <laughs> the mob's not that dark. Oh, okay. All I'm right. Just All right. <laughs> but like Ugh. some of the biggest ones is, um, so there's that thing going on in Florida. They have the, uh, I believe they call it the anti-grooming bill or law. I haven't looked into it. Yeah. People commonly call it the don't say gay bill, especially the people who are against it because they don't really understand what it is and what it is. Basically it's, it's a law put in place that says that teachers are not allowed to teach sexual education or teach about matters of, of, of sexual nature, whether it be like sexual orientation, attraction, transgenderism, any of that stuff. You're not allowed to talk about the stuff to kids in school until after third grade. So like fourth grade and up. Okay, that's great. I mean, it makes yeah, perfect like, sense to me. Yeah, I, I don't need <clears throat> what Rose right now. She's in third grade. I don't need her learning about sexual orientation. She's mm-hmm. still a kid. Well, that's exactly. just that's she just need it. To learn dude. about that. They're stuff. wanting well. Right now, forty nine other states. So the only state, Florida, is the only one that requires them to be in fourth grade or older. Yep. Every other state in the union, you can talk about it. To kids in first no. grade, second grade, third grade. I remember grade. I had and my I first one think, in sixth grade, and I still felt a little. I think fourth grade's too soon. I don't think. Actually, I honestly don't think the teachers should be teaching my kids about sex at all. I think no, that's the, my job. I think the sex education, as far as like the anatomy of the body uh-huh. and like how 
pregnancy works as far as that goes. You know, oh, the STDs you can get. Yes. Yeah, okay. Like the basic, <laughs> the basic stuff as far as just how the body works. But going into like sexual attraction and your feelings and, you know, maybe you're in a man's body, but you feel like you're supposed to be a woman, blah, blah, blah. Like none of that is educational as far as like it shouldn't be taught in schools at all. That's something that if you want to teach it in your household, by all means, but... Well, that's we what it was fifth or sixth grade. We had our maturation video well, for us, mm-hmm. for me anyway. I mine was sixth grade. Yeah. So yeah even I even, I like even still, I needed to go home with a permission and slip get it signed yeah. by your parents. and get it signed by my parents, so they knew that I was getting taught what I was getting taught. Exactly. There was like guidelines yep. and everything yep. of what they were going to go over. They even invited the parents to come and join, yep. which was extremely yep. weird as uh-huh, a kid. Right. Oh, see, my dad came. Oh, well, and that's whoa. To the class. <laughs> See, I, I I saw the joke, but I I was avoiding it. Well, and that's and they even split up the class though. Like, girls were yeah. in their own, guys yeah. were in our own. And the funny thing is, is I even remember the full class. It was just talking about the male anatomy. Yeah, and yeah. like I remember talking the about teacher going through puberty there. and stuff. Yeah, the teacher up there, and she was like specifically trained for this stuff, but she had pulled up a picture of a penis and she goes all right guys what do you call it and literally you ask a bunch of sixth graders and you're hearing wiener tallywhacker schlong the kid in the back (laughs) all of these like everybody one one kid raises up his hand and he's like can i really say she goes i don't care what what do you guys call it i want to get it out of your system let's go and it was it was like every name that you could think of for it she's over there taking notes like, like oh it's wow, really good one. it's like i'm going video, home to my husband with that one the video of the kid when he's trying to milk a cow and he, he just barely touches the other and he's like ah, that's a penis <laughs> i've so, seen that it's so funny <laughs> Like just like you though, my dad joined me at the thing. I found it extremely uncomfortable. I would find it uncomfortable with your dad too. He's probably like like not quietly going, Austin, raise your hand, ask about the vagina. (laughs) (laughs) Austin, ask her why it burns when you pee. Go ahead. Tell her tell you asking for a friend. <laughs> and all I remember was the little tiny deodorant. Oh, yep. Did you I not do, get deodorant? I, I deodorant. Do remember that. Yeah, dude. Well, because it's it's part of your it it's puberty. <laughs> this, yeah, my old spice, bro. My old mm-hmm. spice. Yeah, I remember because it's puberty. Uh, one of the things that sticks out in my head is um, the guy was talking about how your voice starts to squeak. Does your voice just it just squeaked? <laughs> it always happens. Always. But I just remember he had a. Uh, I want to say it was like a moose call or not moose elk call. Um, and, but he put it in like the back of his throat. So it would just randomly squeak as he was talking. <laughs> Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah. I heard. I've, yeah. I know. Like a so, reed. Yeah. It's something yeah. that Chris probably has. If you he were here with us, you he yes. could tell us about it. But, uh, but yeah. And so he was using that and it was funny. It got everybody laughing. Cause it would just randomly do it. He couldn't control it. It was just sitting in the back of his throat. And that's a memory of it that sticks out to me for some weird reason. <laughs> well, because it's funny. Yeah. You're probably laughing a lot. Right? That and then... Uh, uh, a core memory was made. Well, and then another weird one was the instructor was asking, 
like he I can't remember the exact question, but it was something along the lines of, uh, uh, you know, who can name what changes your body goes through when you go through puberty? And my dad told me, he was like, tell him that you grow hair in funny spots. And so I said that and everybody thought that was funny. And I was like, I don't see why like, that's so funny. That's when he's like, I'm a comedian. <laughs> <laughs> and with these way, powers, <laughs> they're all laughing <laughs> with me. I shall make a podcast <laughs> with friends. I shall find four other friends with this gift and we shall record. <laughs> <laughs> oh, just reminds me of 40 year old virgin where he goes to the maturation thing with his what girlfriend's daughter or whatever because she's going to learn about sex and so he wants to go too oh, yeah. and then he raises his hand he's like all right there's there's no such thing as a stupid question anybody go ahead ask what you want and he's like is it true that if you don't don't use, use it? it that you'll lose it and the guy's like what kind of stupid question is that? <laughs> oh no, I just I just heard. I was just asking for the young people here just to make sure. So so it's not true. <laughs> I love when he talks about like the touching breasts. Oh yeah. He's like, hey, I touched breasts. He's like, okay, what does it feel like? He's like, like bags of sand. <laughs> but see, yeah, like this is stuff that well, because I yeah, think they I should remember. at least be a lot older. Yeah, then we there went was, off the deep end, didn't we? Yeah, we did. That's <laughs> our right. own core memories. Because then when, when was the one? Because we had the one where they separated us and they talk about just kind of the changes in the body. And then there was the actual like sex education class that I want to say was either like was ninth grade. I was going to say either late junior high or early high school. But, and that was combined. You had the boys and girls together. We had to watch was, the birth video. Yeah. From I, the watched 70s the, I watched the birth really video. Really in, I was like yeah. in 11th grade when I watched that video. Eleventh yeah. grade, yeah, yeah, it was eleventh. It, it was like tenth or eleventh grade for I know, me. Yeah, I know it was yeah. in high school because yeah. I was in Colorado when I watched it. Well, so for me, I had the orientation in sixth grade, and then I had, I think it was like, well, sex ed. Maybe it was just, and that, that's the thing, sex is, education. But they didn't call it remember. sex ed; they called it something else. Yeah, that was in like eighth or ninth grade, and then I had the actual that class where you had like the video uh-huh. and you see the baby coming out yeah, and all that. That's right. that was in like 11th grade. That's and then right. They, that's, that's also the class where they showed all the pictures of like, like call, STDs, STDs and uh-huh. stuff. Oh, and, oh those oh. are horrific. Oh. I, I mean, it worked. <laughs> no, thank you. But here's, but here's the, here's the issue with all of that though, is when it comes down to it, I remember distinctly having a piece of paper and a form. And yep. yes. you had to have it okay by your parents to learn about this in school. If your parents did not okay it, you were put into a different room or you get, went and did something else. Yeah. But also, and that's he, how I think it should be. I should be, if I want my kids to learn about it at school, I should know when they're doing it, almost the course guide, well, and then okay it and say, oh, yeah, that's good. But so Kaylee just barely had hers. Yeah. And they did. They sent home a permission slip. They explained everything. They even sent a link to the video that they would show them. Mm-hmm. Wow. And so Shaylee watched the video. I need to. She said it was funny. <laughs> but uh, she watched the video and then she would have to she would give permission to whether or not Kaylee could go and learn about it in that moment. And if she wanted to go with her and she was going to go with her, but ended up that Shaylee had to go to like a doctor's appointment. So she just didn't even have Kaylee go because mm-hmm. we already had the talk with her ourselves. So she I mean, she's up. She gets it. 
But, uh, <laughs> and so, yeah, she didn't even go to it and she didn't even care. She was like, oh, thank goodness. <laughs> yeah. But thinking out of it, though, in this conversation, that one in elementary school didn't talk about like having sex. No, no not it a was bit. straight it was up just, just about puberty. the body and what the, you're going to go through. I think on the guy's side of it, the closest to sex was it talked about getting an erection. Yeah, but that's Which not up, even up to that point. I thought was like a thermometer. And <laughs> thought it, I thought it got hard with the temperature. <laughs> As a kid, I legit thought, I was like, oh, crap, Dad, summer's coming. (laughs) I can't remember. I can't remember if I thought it got hard in the cold or or hard in the heat. But I remember it like, it is a brisk 86 out here. I remember just thinking like, oh, man, the temperature must have changed. And I had no idea what was going on. Could you imagine? I know, I did. I lived it. Counts the girl on Mean Girls. Yeah, that's exactly it. I can tell my my breast can tell when it's raining outside there's a 99 percent <laughs> chance it's already raining <laughs> oh Cam's my like, gosh <laughs> i can tell by my erection how hot it is outside but <laughs> the thing is is it annoyed me because i'm like why is it it's so uncomfortable in my pants i don't like this <laughs> i'll never forget when jude got his first one <laughs> if he ever goes back to listen to this i'm sorry you're the, yeah, you're the <laughs> but, only one with a boy <laughs> but uh Oh, yeah, that's true. Chris isn't here. Yep. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, first time. And it surprises. I mean, it starts right even when they're a baby. Like, even Reggie right now, he'll get them every once in a while. But uh, when Jude was, like, old enough that he was talking and everything, and then he caught one, and he just kind of co- he giggles a little bit and goes, Mommy, I got a big wiener. <laughs> <laughs> Appropriate response. <laughs> and as a father, you're like, yes, you do, son. Yes, you do. Oh, gosh, that thing was seen in the ultrasound easy. Like, My son has three legs. Oh, never mind. We're good. Dude, that's so funny. That's awesome. Yeah. That reminds me of the... Of the Family Guy one where uh, Chris sees Chris, yeah, Chris or Peter accidentally <laughs> walks in on Chris and sees Chris's wiener and how big it is, and then Peter gets all like, uh, what's the word? It gets all flustered about it, self conscious, because Peter doesn't have one. It's like half the size of Chris. <laughs> <sighs> so he spends the rest of the like it's the rest of the show basically like I can't remember what he does, yeah. but he, he basically boasts. Chris up because he's got a large one. <laughs> back back on the the subject though of the the bill and everything. Oh yeah yeah. So the I, I there were some videos that I was watching and it honestly it kind of made me sick because as a teacher you're there to teach curriculum. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know what I mean. You're not mm-hmm. there to impose political views. Yep. You're not there to impose sexual orientation. Or anything like that, like at, especially at the age that they're worried, like that a lot of these teachers are quitting. From what I'm hearing, right? Like, yeah. so the the bill passed in Florida, yes. And as a rebuttal, a lot of those teachers that didn't agree with the bill passing have quit, and you know did whatever. But a because lot of they them, want to be able to teach that. Stuff? Yes, they don't agree with it. But in my mind, all you're doing, if you, if that's a concern of yours, you're not there to teach. Yep. You're there to groom. Yeah. And that is not right. No. Like, yeah, Here, here's the, I'm a third grade teacher and I got a boy coming up to me and saying, teacher, I don't know what the issue is, but I have feelings for this other boy in class. I'd say, 
Go talk to your parents about it. This is not a discussion I need to have right. with you. Exactly. Like, As a teacher, I would feel so uncomfortable even right? talking e- about even, it. Even in 10th grade or 11th grade or a senior, if someone came up to me, you know, who maybe there was a student who, you know, got a close bond with or something like that. And they came up to me one day and said, I just don't know how to feel. I've got this feelings for this other boy or a girl says I got this feelings for another girl. I'd be like that is a line crossed and you need to go home and talk to your parents about yeah. that. Yeah. Like there is no room for any of that inside See, I, the classroom at all. Well, none of these teachers have any doctorates in psychology unless they are a psycho like a teacher of yep. psychology in a collegiate course. Yep. Yeah. So it's none of their business to be teaching any of this no, stuff. It's like that one. Do you remember the video? It was one of the I want to say it was a high school here in like southern Utah or mm-hmm. mid southern Utah. Where she was going off about Trump. About. Do you remember yeah. this? Yeah, that was, that was at my niece's school. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And uh, and a student was secretly filming her. She didn't know she was being filmed, but she was just going off on Trump. And the students Dropping were kind the of... F-bomb. Like, the but students like were... the students they were dumb. Kind yeah, of. the students were kind of trying to fight back. And she's like, well, then you're stupid. Like, yeah. she, like she was well, just going off. The and, part that pissed me off the most was that she said, your parents are stupid. And you shouldn't yep. listen and to them. And you shouldn't listen to them. Yeah. Like, yep. they're trying to incite some sort of... Inter- internal riot between your family yep. yeah. trying to cause a divide that doesn't need to be there. So, so here's my question. She gets fired over that because of her political stance and what she was trying to force upon the kids. But someone tries to force their political stance on a sexual orientation and that's okay. Not even remotely. Like, <clears throat> the schools are going to just stand for it and say, Oh yeah, yeah, no, no, that's fine. Well, that's I read, I read one where it was this, this guy, He's he was gay and he you know he's married has adopted children and he's a teacher and he's very he was very upset about the bill in Florida because now he can't talk to his kids about his husband and their relationship and it's like what are you why doing are you in the first place and, yeah like I don't know I didn't know a single one of my teachers significant others exactly. Names. That's exactly. not, they, they, they exist to teach me things. I don't give a crap what they do outside of that yep. school. It's like, I bet at least 90% of my teachers, I couldn't tell you their first name. For real. <laughs> yeah, dude, for real. Like, <laughs> like it's, you shouldn't be that familiar. Yep. I'm, like, I'm all for students having a great relationship with well, their yeah, teacher for and sure. like for educational purposes. Yeah, but it needs mm-hmm. to be See, on a school level and, and not on a personal exactly. level. And let and me just, oh, sorry. Right. And let me just throw in this disclaimer. We're not against you being, you know, trans, bi, gay, anything. You be what you want. We don't care about that. This is about teaching kids things that shouldn't, they, they have no purpose in teaching. They're not at an age of emotional Capacity. or capacity to be talking or, or learning about these well, things. There's just certain things that need to be taught in the household and nowhere else. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I get that, like, the argument for that is that some households are not having these conversations. Yeah, true. Okay, well, then there is a psychiatrist at the school who has a doctorate in psychology and can then and either provide them help or give them means of help. That's mm-hmm. a great point. Like, how Zach was kind of talking earlier about how if a if he were a teacher and a student comes up to him and says hey i don't know what's going on i'm having feelings for this guy i'm a guy i don't know if this is normal 
And as the teacher, it's like, well, then you should talk to your parents. It's like, I tried, I, but it, it just got weird. And it's like, okay, well then how would you feel about talking to the school counselor? Let's go set you yeah. up with them. Like, well, and, exactly. And that's what scares me. And this, this will probably tick some people off, but like, I feel like a lot of these situations, people, it, that's the problem is people don't understand the feelings they're having. Yeah. So it easily in that situation, you could have somebody who's who who might be gay also and they're just like you know what go for it that's what you feel that's what you are and it could be that now this person who actually just had really strong feelings of friendship yeah. maybe they come from a difficult home and this friend has shown them kindness and love and they're they're misinterpreting that as yep. feelings of attraction you know what i mean well a lot mm -hmm. of it could may and again i'm not trying to sound bad on, on homosexuality or anything, but um, a lot of it could be from like an abusive home. Like you hear about these people who are sexually abused. And so now they don't want anything to do with that gender. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, or, or vice versa. Now that is the gender that they're attracted to because that's what they felt. Like if a, if a father sexually abuses a son and so now that son grows up to like men because mm -hmm. of it, you know, it. I don't, I don't know. I don't know how it all there's, there's, works. But. Yeah. There's too much nuance. There's too many things, but it's, it's the children just shouldn't be thinking about that stuff. Yeah. Wow. In the, third grade, the, the most that they should be worried about is recess and when their next favorite TV show is coming on. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. You know what I mean? Or what game's coming out? Exactly. Or, you know, like I don't real talk. Like when did you have your like first real crush? Sixth I mean, grade? I did have a, I did probably have a crush in elementary well, school. I was going to say probably fourth grade. But yeah, again, actually like fourth grade, like fourth, fourth or fifth. Grade. But did you, there was nothing sexual about yeah, it. Exactly. No. It was never sexual. It was just like, I find her really cute. And I like, it's one of those things where it's like, fun. I like the way she does her hair and she's funny. And yeah. like, yeah, there she's wasn't cute. like an actual, yeah. oh, I'm picturing her naked type thing. Yeah. Exactly. Like it's, that was it's in a sixth so grade. far from your mind. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. And so there was, <laughs> there was another post about this and I, I kind of, it was a, a, a friend of mine that is gay and they shared something about how this whole thing is just garbage. And I was like, look in my household, my kids will learn to grow up and love everyone. Everyone. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter be mm -hmm. kind. how they, you know, who they love, or anything like that. They'll just be kind to everyone. And I will respect my kids for whatever they grow up to be, but it is not a teacher's place to teach my kids what mm -hmm. to do in those circumstances. No. Yep. That no. is a, that is a father daughter conversation. That right. is a mother daughter conversation exactly. or if they need outside help well, and the like, especially at that young of an age, man, yeah. it just well, doesn't make sense. And because kids that young, don't know anything. They don't know what they're talking about. They don't know what they're thinking, what they're feeling. That's our duty as parents to help them understand that. Yeah. Kids like I saw, I saw a post today from this girl and she was like, thank you. I wanted, I just want to say thank you to my mom for letting me go through a tomboy phase and not putting me on puberty blockers and trying to change my gender. Exactly. Oh, wow. Exactly. Right? Huh. And like, yep. it, it's just because of today's politics. Like my, my niece was very much a tomboy for a while. She's not anymore. That was one of my best friends growing up. Exactly. One of my best friends growing up. She was tomboy. She did all the stuff. In fact, um, so my mom at the time and her friend were over boy scouts, like over doing all the boy scouts <laughs> yeah. and stuff. And, and, uh, she came to all the activities. 
And then they made her an honorary boy scout and yeah. all that stuff. Like, but she went through all this stuff. She was, did all the stuff that the boys like to do. But at the end of it all, like she grew up, she still did all that stuff. She's now married, mm-hmm. has a couple kids. In fact, I even made fun of her a few weeks or a little while ago. She just had a little girl. And I was like, what are you going to do with a little girl? You're not even a girl yourself. <laughs> and she just started laughing and she goes, I don't know what I'm going to do with the girl either. So she's just going to turn out to be a tomboy like I was. Well, hey, I mean, but, my kids, upstairs, you know, Micah and Paige, I let them play with, do whatever. Yeah. Like Micah yeah. loves Batman, dude. Yep. She'll wear a Batman outfit. She'll run around, you know, talking in deep voices. She's, she's the cutest little Batman and, I've ever seen. I'm not going to lie. And <laughs> Paige will run around in a football jersey. Like they're just kids. Yeah. I'm letting them yeah. be kids. Mm-hmm. Same. Scarlet's all about Spider-Man. Yeah. And it's like, it's, it's their journey. They don't need outside influence on their journey. Exactly. Unless they're, prompting and asking for it but that comes from family yeah like the the scary thing to me is that your kid goes to school like your our girls go to school in like baggy clothes and some teachers like oh you you like wearing like baggy boys clothes that must mean you're a boy it's like no why are you putting these ideas in their head they just like comfortable clothes (laughs) yeah exactly don't we all that's like that's like Austin in junior high. He was very pretty. We, yeah. were, we were worried was about him. No, no way. You guys, you guys don't a, remember. Was I was a scary kid. Maybe, maybe it was early high school then. There was a phase where it's like, mm. I think Austin's knocking at that closet well, door. Right? We, we, called him, we called him Metro, remember? <laughs> like, like that type of guy we called Metro because they were very much about like, mm-hmm. I remember this kid in my high school in Colorado. He had a freaking lint roller with him one hunt, like 24 seven. So he, we'd get into class and he'd like, he'd like <laughs> crimping his jacket, he'd pull out a freaking lint roller. And he's like, the funny thing is, is I'm now that like, I hate, I don't know. I consider it more OCD than metrosexual, <laughs> but <laughs> I don't know, Tony, I think you might be a woman. I've this. always wondered what was going on. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> but like, that's the thing is like, we can't just let Stop. kids like, like I remember when I was a kid, um, there were, there, there was even a video of this, but like me and my friends, there were, I think there were three or four of us boys and we had older sisters and they convinced us to all dress up in like leotards and dance clothes and and that dance. was just that was just last year. That was last. Year. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't that long ago either. <laughs> like here we are, like seven year olds, and we're like, we got like the what are those things called? The boas? That's what it is, right? A yeah, boa, like the, the feathery, flower, feathery oh, thing. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. we had like leotards on. And we're like dancing and stuff, and like d- completely dressed up like girls. And I feel like today our parents would have taken us to the doctor the next day to like <laughs> change it up. To snip it off. You know what I mean? Like, that's what's scary. It's like, can't... If, it's like, just Can't kids them. just do weird things and oh, not man. identify that well, way for the rest of their say, life? Did, did every single one of us go through an identity phase? Like, oh, for whether sure. it was like emo or whatever it was. Yeah. I know I went through a really emo uh-huh. phase. Isn't that what junior high and high school is? Pretty much. Just finding yeah. out who you did are? You? I don't know. Of course you wouldn't. <laughs> I went through. I, well, I don't know. I he, guess he was I was born with a beard. I, I went through. Uh, 
I went through a geeky phase, I guess. I don't know. It's not when are you going to get out of it? <laughs> <laughs> there we go again. <laughs> Same joke, different way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, my phase was yeah i didn't come out i was like really in a shell actually through junior high like seventh eighth and ninth grade i was too actually yeah i didn't come out of my shell until after high school for sure that's when i moved to colorado that's like literally changed everything for me i became the man you see before you the man that we all know and love so to slightly take us back um you brought up the disney thing so what so Back on that, what's going on with so that? So this whole thing, all all of this in Florida, sparked Disney. I saw an article where um, Lightyear, the new movie, was coming out, and apparently there was a same sex kiss in the movie between like a captain and like her wife. And previously, they removed it from the film, but then because of all the controversy of the Florida bill and a bunch of people in Disney World kind of protesting Disney for not doing or saying anything about it. Disney decided to put the kiss back into the TV show, into the movie. Mm-hmm. And it became this whole thing because it, it goes along the same lines of what we're talking about. Like it doesn't need to be in a children's movie. No, nothing. You don't need to have anybody kiss yeah. in a children's movie. That's it right there. Yeah. There's it's, no, it's reason. not because it's two women kissing. That's not the point. It's like, why do you have to have kissing at all? Yeah. I mean, granted it's been in Disney since the beginning. You know, Look at snow white. Yeah, one of the snow most white, Prince charming. Yeah. And, one of the most earliest Disney movies. He kisses her to wake her up. Like the, a kiss has always been in Disney, but you don't have to. It's like if yeah. if it's going to start to raise this much controversy, then just no kissing at all. Yeah, yeah. Just, but, just avoid it. Like well, that's have you have you seen the new memes? Speaking of those, have you seen the new memes about like Sleeping Beauty and and her prince, and then Snow White and her prince and. It's like they all lean down and kiss them, and then all of a sudden the girl wakes up and goes, "Ew, rape! Why are you kissing me?" Sorry, I I wanted to share this earlier and I almost forgot it. One of my the things that kind of also makes me mad about this whole teaching, you know, rule or whatever you want to call it, is that it feels like people are trying to rush kids to growing up even yeah. faster, yep. yeah, and sexualizing kids even faster and i feel already it's way too young like i feel when we were in junior high and high school we wore set like there were the occasionals that did not wear modest clothing yeah yeah for the majority a lot of them did yeah Yeah. well and so prime example sorry no you're good we were down at vidcon years ago Mm -hmm. and i remember we went we were out there, you know, start doing the whole YouTube thing. And uh, I, I want to say it was Logan Paul. I can't yep. remember. Yeah, Someone yeah, pulled up and there was this giant uh, fanning thing where, you know, there were a he bunch of people. a scene, like a yeah. riot almost. But there were kids there. Kids. 14 years of age, if not younger. I don't know. I'm terrible at telling age anymore. But this girl was wearing a fishnet shirt. That was it. Jeez. With electric tape, like black electric tape X's on her covering her nipples. And I'm like, that is what we need to prevent. Yep. That is too young. Yep. And so if, if what we're currently doing has sexualized things to the, where she is that, or, you know, dressing like that already, we need to slow things down. 
Yeah. We need to not speed things up. Mm-hmm. You know, kids, like we were saying earlier, they only need to be worrying about recess. They don't need to be worrying about sexual orientation mm-hmm. or like how you were saying, you know, taking, you know, uh, what is it? 12 and 13 year olds can now be taken to go get, you know, se- uh, yeah, sex re- reassignment. Exactly. Yeah. Like, and it's like, we didn't even know who we were until we got out no. of high school. No. And you're going to do something. just said that we didn't come out of our shell until after high yeah, school. And what we're going to permanently change our kids assignment. Yep. Because of a feeling that they had when they were 13. Dude, do you remember when you were 18 and you thought you knew the world and then you turned 28 and you're like, wow, I was a dumb 18 year old idiot. Yep. Oh yeah. Yeah. And it's like, you can't make permanent decisions when they're that young. Yeah. They well, haven't even well, fully the, developed yet. The fact that you can't, you can't smoke until you're 18. You can't, you can't buy alcohol till you're 21. Uh-huh. You can't drive till you're at least 16. All these huge life changing events you are not legally allowed to do until you're a pretty high age. Mm-hmm. And yet physically changing your body with scalpels and tools where you have to cut and sew, not to mention remove, med- medication add, to take medication, take hormones, hormones, mess up your body while it's still growing and trying to and figure produce itself. itself. And that's okay mm-hmm. for like an eight year old. Like, well, how is that logical in any way? I remember being back in junior high and I had some just going back and talking to some, you know, some some of my friends that were girls and stuff like that. I remember like when you brought up the whole baggy clothes and stuff like that. I remember they were wearing baggy they were wearing baggy clothes because they were going through puberty. Yeah. And they were starting yeah. to get their breasts and you know, things were starting to grow and yep. they were feeling uncomfortable about themselves. You don't know what's they going don't on. Want people to see, you know, so they'd start wearing baggy clothes. So you can't really see what's going on and all this stuff. <clears> and <throat> nowadays it's, that doesn't even happen. It's like all of a sudden a girl sprouts boobs and it's like, Oh, I got to show these off. I got to make the boys see them. And it's like, so, no, you should know. So kind of on that, like, again, getting kind of personal a little bit, but, uh, um, Jenny was saying that, I I hope she hope she doesn't care but when she's when Yellow. she was <laughs> when she started her period she was like embarrassed of it mm-hmm. and kind of kept it to herself for the first little while. Well, um Brinley was telling us the other day that her friend started hers and it's like she's like uh how did she say it? She was like, so-and-so started her period. I'm so happy for her because now she's becoming a woman. And, and, and it's just like, you're in fifth grade. And <laughs> it's just like, thing I've ever and heard. It's, yeah. And that's kind of, that's kind of it. It's like, Jenny was like dumbfounded. Cause she's like, she's like, when I was her age and I was starting, she's like, like I said, it was kind of a secret. It was a little taboo to talk about it mm-hmm. where like nowadays, these fifth, sixth, seventh graders who are starting their periods, oh. they're blabbing it out, being all proud of it, talking some, about it. And it's just like, did you know this, that some people actually throw period parties? Oh, I've heard of those. Yeah. That's some weird. parents do period that's, parties that's for a bit their much. girls. That's a bit much. When they go through their first period, they will actually literally throw a party. Well, and Bloody Marys for everybody. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Oh. They're yes. virgins. Yes. <laughs> the drinks. Perfect. <laughs> 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 hope so. Wow. Hope Whoa. We're just going to skate past that. Oh, gosh. <laughs> well, yeah, we'll, here's we'll the thing, edit like, that part out. 
Um, <laughs> our 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 girl's pediatrician has told us that like kids are starting puberty like younger now. I wouldn't doubt it. There, which I, well, I mean, and I think I've mentioned this before. Like Kay, Kaylee's already there; she's mm-hmm. ten, and yeah. so and it and it's wild because like hearing you talk about that, like. It's not, I definitely don't ever want my girls to feel ashamed about their body's natural functions. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so like, so like Kaylee will talk to us about it. Unless they have a thermometer <laughs> penis, then I'm worried. <laughs> hey, that is a superpower. You just tell us. <laughs> Ooh, it's, a, a storm's it's, coming. It's really up there. It must be a 95 today. <laughs> That's why I don't use a weather app. <laughs> it starts to twirl. There's a tornado outside. Right away, everybody. <laughs> But like, <laughs> you know, she'll talk to us about it and, and I don't want her to feel embarrassed or anything. So I'm like, oh, yeah, in, you know, interesting. Like, uh, yeah, it's mm-hmm. crazy. And then she leaves and I'm just like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because like, it's just I don't like to. She's so young. Well, and that's what I Je- want her to grow up. That's yet. what Jenny was saying, too, is she's like, she's like, I have to make sure I approach this right, because I do not want her to shut down about it. Yeah. And so, so I definitely want to, everything she says, I got to take it with open arms because if we can keep her this open now, then when like the The next, next heavier stuff Mm -hmm. comes out, she'll, she still will feel like she can come to us about it. It's, it's hard because you're trying to find that line between like, you don't want them to be ashamed or worried or, or keep it secret but it's also something you don't just bring up at the dinner table when you're you right. know, with your in-laws or like at a family reunion. You know what it's I mean? Like a, it's a, like what's it's the time and place kind of thing. It's like, hey, maybe let's let's not talk about blood and and, yeah. and stuff at dinner. But, you know, but don't be afraid to talk about us. Yeah. Around, you know, yeah. somewhere else, not around everyone's ears kind of thing, you know? Yeah. So sorry, again, just kind of back on the Disney thing that uh kind of just bringing it back the frustrating thing is that video that someone sent in our chat about the one of the high up executives of disney straight up on camera saying that she's gonna plug it in wherever she can uh, until basically she's stopped yeah she calls it her not so secret like gay transgender agenda Mm -hmm. to fill disney shows going forward with that stuff See, that's, that's a huge problem to me. That's my issue. Here's here's my thing. You want to have like, you know, even on the Buzz Lightyear thing, if you want to have some girl kissing another girl, I necessarily don't care. I hope that if my kids see it, they'll maybe ask. And then it might strike us conversation and I can explain to them, hey, you know, blah, 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 yada, yada. I know like Ronnie, she's not going to understand what the hell's going on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Katie, Katie <laughs> might ask a question and it can give me an opportunity to talk to her about it. My issue with Disney on this whole point is, is that lady saying that she's going to throw it in and make basically subliminal messages in every show that she possibly can. That's my issue. That's indoctrination. That there, there should be that. What there is no reason or rhyme to do that. Like I get about all you know, in, inclusivity and all that stuff. Like great, that's fine. You want to show a little bit more. You want to make people feel accepted. I have no problem with that. But there's a point where you are doing it in a wrong way, and I feel like that lady in her video, one hundred percent in the wrong. Yeah, like if you if you have to do it in secret. 
and hide it, mm-hmm. then there's something wrong with and that. And put it yeah. in the background of shows. Exactly. And stuff like that. Like I kind of, like, I feel like uh, when they made the live action Beauty and the Beast, you could clearly tell LeFou was gay. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But they didn't have to come out and say anything. He didn't have to kiss or do anything. Yeah, they did it amazing. But and Kara knew. Katie, she... All the girls, they had no clue. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm like, if you just wanna, act silly, uh-huh. if you want to, uh, you know, portray homosexuality and it, it's like, do it that way where it's like, clearly, you know, he's giving Gaston those looks and he's even a little bit feminine in his mannerisms <laughs> and stuff, but, uh, but he doesn't have to come out and say it. Mm-hmm. Or even the part where he looks in the mirror and he goes, one day Belle will be mine. And then he walks away and LeFou looks in the mirror and goes, yes. Yes, he will. Or something to the yeah. point of that. Like, well, it then, just, the, then there was even the part where the, the wardrobe dresses those guys up as girls. Uh-huh. And the one guy is like all proud of it and like flaunters off. And so, and it's like <laughs> even something like that. It's like he's comfortable in a dress. Once again, they didn't have to make a big deal about it. They just throw it in for a little humor. And uh-huh. it worked. Yeah, exactly. Like it's I, I think the moral of the story of all of this is just like keep our children innocent. Like you don't make them grow up. Don't make them think about things they don't need to be thinking about right now. And what hurts most is that growing up, Disney was a a moral teaching unit. It taught. I remember watching a lot of Disney movies mm-hmm. and TV shows and the Disney Channel original movies, and they all taught us like there was a moral to every story. Mm-hmm. How to t- taught us how to just be kind, mm-hmm. how to be good people. Until it you had nothing to do. Until with you grow up us. and realize there are subliminal messages in all the Disney movies. <laughs> That's, <right. laughs> That's just so the adults have a good time while watching with exactly. their kids. <laughs> exactly. Uh, no, but kind of on that, see, even homosexuality, all this stuff aside, keeping our kids innocent, it's kind of like, that's why you shouldn't watch an R rated movie until you're 17. You shouldn't watch Uh PG 13 until you're 13. Like that's why everything has ratings is to try and keep our kids innocent. Now, as a parent, if you want to let your 10 year old watch an R rated movie, then that's on you. But, but then don't be surprised or blame the world when it causes something, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. yeah. Like if that kid all of a sudden has these kind of messed up tendencies or enjoys or the sight of blood or violence or nightmares or whatever, or drops the F bomb, don't here get pissed there, off but... at Hollywood or whoever made it and be mm-hmm. like, you did this. It's like, no, you're the parent. Well, here's the, you're funny. the last line here, of defense. Here's the funny thing about that. So I remember my first R rated movie. I could be wrong, but I, I do remember sitting around as a family night and we all watched Scream. I was like, "Oh my god!" I was like, "I think this is a family-friendly movie." I was now. like eight or nine years old, <laughs> and we did. We we got together one night. It was the whole entire family. We watched Scream. Scared the crap hey, out of me. I saw yeah. I saw Scream in theaters. See, so, so but here's the thing: <laughs> Look though, how you is, out. <laughs> there was it's an a little exp- questionable. <laughs> There was an expectancy, though, out of my parents. My parents let me watch rated R movies at a young age. They didn't care. But there was an expectancy that they taught me that said, this is a movie. This is not real life. This is not what happens. And if we ever catch you saying any of the language that comes out of these videos, we will slap your mouth and put soap in your mouth. And so, like, there was an expectancy, like... 
See, that's there were I conditions. Grew up, and I then, grew up watching all the old Van Damme movies and stuff, yeah. but I watched it for the karate. Like I oh, was, I, I was hardcore into like Power Rangers and Ninja Turtles, yep. and so mm-hmm. it's like anything that had to do with fighting and karate, I was so into, and so I would watch that, not realizing what's going on outside of the fighting scenes was probably something I shouldn't be seeing, but it, I didn't get it. I was just watching it for the fight scenes, mm-hmm. but. The one of my friends shared about the whole Disney thing, and he um, wrote on Facebook that he had wanted to f- he was canceled his Disney Plus, and he wanted to give like an other. But in the other reason for canceling his membership, it didn't give let allow him to give a response. I noticed that a lot of places do that. Interesting. Now. <laughs> and so he actually phoned in to then cancel, but there was a huge wait. And so he was hoping he's like, I hope this is a sign of like other people doing the same because yeah, I, it's just, well, it's, we need to slow down. Yeah. Yeah. Let our kids be kids. When I think, I think just overall in the last couple of years, especially a lot of the corruption that we kind of knew was there has become, has been brought a lot more into the light. Why do you think that is? And I, well, I just think at the end of the day, it, it can't be hidden forever. And so it starts to come out. And I think that going back to earlier in this conversation, talking about the Academy Awards, things like that, all of us just regular people who are just trying to live our lives, create a family in a safe place and a fun place for them to live and experience life are sick of being talked down to from people in in political spheres, in actors, rich people. We're, we're sick of being told what we're doing wrong. Well, and told like what to like, and what and, to, yeah. yeah, what we should like, how we should live, all this stuff. How you we're need to sick teach your kids, it. what you need to teach. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and we want, yeah, we're like, no, this is not how we should be doing this. We should have more control. I think we, as parents have been losing control in these things, especially like in schools where they're making these things happen. Like, I think we're just all fed up with it. So a lot more people are whistleblowing. Like that, that whole video from Disney came be from some, it, that was an internal meeting. Yeah. And someone in there was like, this isn't right. Recorded it and sent it to the world. Yeah. You know, I think people are just getting fed up and they're like, no, this, this isn't okay. And we need to all know about it so that these people can be held accountable. Yeah. I hope it does. I hope, I hope there's correction, man. I feel like. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's just because we're getting older and it's we're we're not burying we're our head in the sand anymore, you know. So that it's like maybe now we're just I more know we, attuned to it. The hard thing is too is you know we we send our kids to public school, which I want to say all of us do. Um, you think about all the kids that are going and their parents and all the different beliefs that are probably going to that school, whether it's religion, sexuality, whatever it may be. And your kids going to school, they're talking to their friends and then coming home all confused because of that, too. Well, and, and so and I guess the, here's the best argument, right, is if you're pro teaching kids sexual things, then are you also pro for them learning about religion? Are you also pro about, you know what I mean? Like everyone has mm-hmm. their their thing that they're against. Like, I don't want my kid being forced taught this okay well if you don't want your kid being forced taught christianity then don't force teach my kid about sexuality exactly yeah you know like religion sexuality and politics are all things that should not be taught in a public setting well, and by teachers 
here's my biggest thing at the end of the day is when it comes down to it, let's say, you know, Katie or Rose or Ronnie or whoever, they have a friend who is the kid of two gay guys. And let's say this kid says, oh, yeah, my dad does this and my other dad does this and stuff. And I want them to come home to me and talk to me about it and let, you know, we can have a discussion. Oh, yeah, yeah, your friend, you know, uh, your your friend's dad's, you know, they're gay. You know, this is what gay means. It means that later in life they decided that this is what they were and they had feelings towards other people, you know, and stuff like that. It's the life that they chose. There's nothing wrong with it. There are loving and accepting people. My issue is, is I don't, no one else needs to be teaching my child about that but me. Yeah. And that's where I feel like the world is going these days is they want the parents control out of it and they Mm -hmm. want to teach kids you know about it and well, they want what my, why, my question is what the heck's their angle like aside right? like Did what it, if, i mean if this if this hurts your feelings for us to f- be so angered about you wanting to teach these to our kids what what's your ultimate goal yeah. like what what are yeah. you what's your angle yeah. why are, is there why something are you we're grooming missing? our children like what is it for exactly like, do like, these teachers have kids of their own that i don't i don't know there's no i can't see anything that's not like it seems all too nefarious like well, and I, I, Oh, sorry. No, go for it. I was going to say, I almost wonder if maybe half of it's they feel like, you know, maybe they're not going to be accepted. And so they have to force it on us on a different way. But I can tell you right now, if you're any decent human being, you're going to be accepting of it all. I mean, even when I was in uh, teaching primary class and we were talking about how we treat people and stuff like that, I even told all these kids they were, oh, what, 10, 11, 12 year old kids and stuff like that. I said, when you're at school and you have a person who's not like you, who is different than you, how do you treat them? And one of the kids actually rose up his hand and he goes, you know, I, I seen a couple of kids like that at school and I know some kids who will treat them badly and make fun of them, bully them and stuff like that. And I said, and see, that's the problem. I said, that is not how you act towards other people. And I flat out just told him right then and there, I said, you are to love and accept anybody for whatever they are. I said, it doesn't matter. At the end of the day, you need to take care of you and believe in what you believe in. But when it comes to other people and how they are, and just because someone might look different than you or act different than you, doesn't mean you get to push them down into the dirt and treat them differently. Mm -hmm. You still are to treat them as you would yourself want to be treated. Mm -hmm. And I think that at the end of the day, that's all it comes down to is I don't care who you are. I'm going to be nice to you. In fact, I even had someone who I worked with who wouldn't even tell me that they were gay because they knew I was Mormon. Dude, it's so, and I was like, so sad. when I finally was just like, and I, you could tell at the end, they are as gay as the <laughs> rainbow was bright. I can see they come like, up to you, they're like, I'm gay. And you're like, oh, <laughs> I had no idea. <laughs> wow. Oh, they, oh my yeah. gosh. What <laughs> a shocker. <laughs> I mean, they finally opened up to me and they start talking to me about how they were going on dates with guys and stuff like that. And I'm like, good for you, man. That's awesome. Like, are you happy? And they're like, oh yeah. And I was just like, they're like, honestly, I never thought I could talk to you about this. And I was like, why? Well, cause you're Mormon. And I said, what does that have to do with anything? Cause I'm Mormon. I'm going to treat you differently. You should have called him a bigot. You right? bigot? Yes. <laughs> I should have said, you're, you're treating me how you thought I would treat you. <laughs> but I was just like, no, at the end of the day, man, you do you. I said, I might yeah. not agree with it. I might not agree with your decision, but are you happy? And he goes, yeah. And I said, 
Cool. Then I have nothing yeah. against it. Your life does not affect mine. Exactly. Whatsoever. Exactly. <laughs> and, and we, Do you? We need to get back to that. Yeah. Right. It's so much easier to live. It is. It's like, just because I don't agree can... with what you're doing doesn't mean I'm judging you for exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah. And I feel like it's just being forced upon everybody at this point to where it's pissing people off. It's almost like you oh, need yeah. to pick a team. Yeah. You need to pick a team. Yeah. Oh, Who's exactly. your team? Yeah. yeah. That's it. What's oh, your that's team? It. It's like or if you're the whole, the whole is, classic, if you're not with us, you're against us. It's like, like that makes no like, sense. No, no. Nope. Well, it's I, we were talking about this on the way over because I want to say you had mentioned it um, before, like about, yeah, you about how a lot of times we get a lot of comments and stuff about how. You know, we're mean people or we're this or we're that or something we like do? that. <laughs> <laughs> and you had mentioned, you had just said at the end of the day, we're here to have a discussion. Yeah. And just because we don't agree with you or you don't agree with us doesn't mean we still can't have a civil conversation. Mm-hmm. Talk about things. And at the end of the conversation, mm-hmm. we still not, not see eye to eye. Doesn't mean we still can't be friends with each other. Yeah. Well, I, I respect think. your decision. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the, only, the only time I ever have issue is if you try to force me to agree with it or to to go along with it, to agree with it, to be on your side, whatever. If you try to force me in my hand and how I live, that's when I have issue. Which And that's what I feel like that lady at Disney is doing, mm-hmm. is forcing the matter upon people when... And the most vulnerable of yeah, us. Yeah, yeah. And, and in the most vulnerable ways with the most vulnerable children. And at you know, and that's just that's wrong. And that then shouldn't on, happen. And then the cherry on top of it all is now they're monetizing it. Hey, come live in Palm Springs, be trans, and we'll pay oh, you yeah. nine hundred dollars a month, nine hundred bucks a month. Sanity. Well, and so here's the other problem. Uh, suddenly, I'm I'm feeling a little uh, <laughs> right. That, right. <laughs> that's my point. Is like we're now to a point where it's such a like a peer pressured thing to be. Not what you were born to be. Like, yeah. It's how many all... kids in school right now are using pronouns of the opposite gender because that's what's cool. That's what's accepted in society. Yeah. Like, and, how is how do they well, not even, see the problem in that? Even something like anxiety and depression is cool. Yeah. I, it's like, uh, like no. gone are the days of people actually looking at themselves, finding their shortcomings. And trying to overcome them because they want a better life for themselves. Yep. Like there's that comedian who makes that joke about millennials. I sent it a long time ago. And, and he he's finds like, out himself. Yeah, he's he like, I used to make fun one. of millennials. And then I realized I am one. <laughs> now they're all right. <laughs> he's, like, he's like, but if there's one thing I have to poke fun of at millennials, it's that we're a little too self-aware. We know what's wrong with us. But we don't do anything about it. Mm-hmm. He's like, he's like a millennial will come up and he'll be like, I've got anxiety. And and you'll be like, oh, man, you, that's good that you know that. Are you going to do anything about it? And he's like, no, I'm telling you. So you work around it. That's where we're at. That's yeah. so spot Holy on. crap. Isn't and that that's spot not on. OK. That's yeah. so spot on. My oh. issues are not your you don't need to deal with my issues for my sanity. That's yeah. narcissism. That's pride. That's not okay. Oh boy. What a so, can of worms we just right? opened. Oh yeah, dude. All right. Well, just, it's, it's funny. Speaking of that too, I actually had my boss the other day. Like I, I'll admit it. I've got anxiety. I've got depression. I deal with that stuff all the time. So um, you're human. Awesome. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so you're, and, you're a human and you're over 30. Got yeah, it. Okay. See, there we go. And, uh, <laughs> 
what was it the other day, man, I was having a down day and my boss just reached out to me and he goes, Hey man, you seem a little down. You doing all right. And I'm like, man, I'm fine. Uh, I'm just going to do my own thing today. And he was like, all right, man, I'm just making sure you're okay. But it wasn't to the fact of where I was like, yeah, man, I'm having issues and I need you to help me and you need to work around me. I was like, I know what's going on with me. I'll figure it out. I appreciate you reaching out to me. Thank you. This is what's going on and I'll figure it out. And he was like, okay. He goes, if, if there's anything I can do to help, just please reach out. If there's anything I can do, you know, in a work related situation to help you out. And I was like, honestly, man, I said, I just might need to take a day off here in the next day or two. And he's like, if you need anything, let me know. We'll, we'll get you a day off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As simple as that, you know, right. but it's like you said, a lot of kids these days will say, well, yeah, going through a lot of anxiety and depression right now. And I'm just feeling horrible and stuff. And can you go run this stop for me and do this for me and do this for me well, so I can take a breather for like the next two hours? Well, not even like that. It'd be more <laughs> so like, like Tony would come in all happy and he'd be like, how, how dare you be happy? <laughs> you see that I'm sad and depressed. Why you, I'm so offended that you think it's okay to be happy around. Right. Me. Like that's what it is. And my gosh, I've never wanted more in my life to just carry a bat around. <laughs> Swing it. You want to play, you want to play a little Negan, huh? You're like, Oh, I don't like you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think to wrap it all up at the end of the day, it's just, just be kind to each other. Let live and let live, you know, let others live their lives. They're not hurting you doing it the way they want to. You don't have to agree with it and you can still be kind and like them. You can still be friends. Yeah. Yeah. Let, let our kids be innocent. Let mm-hmm. them worry about dirt and bugs and dumb stuff. Let like, them be curious about the world. Yeah. Don't, don't try to force them in a direction. Cause one of them saw a curl hanging down from his head and he's like, Oh, am I a girl? <laughs> puberty blockers. That's like no. seeing a gray hair. Oh, I must be old. I must be <laughs> an old man. <laughs> yeah, I'm 34 and I'm still curious about the world. So, Hey dude, there is nothing more enjoyable than watching like your little kid just go outside and just like, look at stuff through oh, like yeah. a magnifying glass. Yep. Oh, I love that innocence, man. Yeah. Just that curiosity bugs, how they live. Like how they operate. Not to mention just the pure innocence of just people. Like yeah. yep. they're not going to judge you based off of what you're wearing or anything like that. It's like, oh, you're not wearing name or brand you clothes. Even, and you could even be like my nephews on my on, on care side of the family. Now, one of them is so like there's there's one who's attracted to all sorts of critters and animals and bugs. And he's got like his room is just like a jungle. He's got I think I want to say he has a tarantula. Anyway, he might not, but he's got like lizards and frogs and stuff like that. And then his younger brother, one day he comes up to me, he's like a little daddy long leg at his hand. And he goes, oh, look. And I'm like, you get the hell away from me right now. <laughs> <laughs> but it's the innocence, innocence of him. Like they're, like you said, they're looking yeah. around at all the little bugs and stuff. And out, I'm man. like, you, you do you, you enjoy that, but just stay away from me. Yeah. So. I love, there was one time, <laughs> there was one time Micah was out back and she had accidentally stepped on a bug. Not, I don't think she meant to, but she looked at it. She's like, oh, no. <laughs> she didn't know. Like, she was processing. She's like, I just killed it. <laughs> I'm a murderer. <laughs> no, no, she was like, he needs batteries. He's not working anymore. Oh. She, like, wanted me to, 
me to come in and get a, a battery and replace his battery. Oh. And I'm like, that, his battery's gone. <laughs> I mean, his batteries aren't coming back. And it's you your fault. <laughs> you cannot replace that Honey, little battery. You murdered him. <laughs> That's what it feels like to take a life. Yep. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> <Make> it dark. <laughs> yep. But there you go. Don't, there, a, a promise to be made is don't steal our kids' innocence. You will regret it. Yeah. That's not a threat. That's a promise. Stay away from my kids. <laughs> <laughs> right? Oh, boy. Oh, my goodness. Well, this one was a, that was a difficult one to get through. But again, like, things need to be talked about. We're too much in a world where people don't want to hear the things that they don't like. Well, get over it. It's life. Yep. You need to hear the things you don't like. That's how we all come to agreements and move on with our lives and have a good time all together. So thank you. If you're still here, thank you for being part of this crowd. Thanks for hanging out with us. Um, again, we miss, we miss Chris. Yes. I'm sure he had, he had a lot of good insights. Yes. And, uh, I think Chris would have had a fun one with this one. He would have. Yeah. yeah. He's he gonna would, he be listening to this. He'd be fired so up, right? And on that note, we're out, people. <laughs> Thanks for being here. We love you. We'll see you next Bye, time. Bye, everybody. Ciao. Love you.